going on, everybody? My name is Ricardo. And this is Kyra. We'd like to welcome you to our podcast, Pillow Talk. Babe, tell them what Pillow Talk is. Pillow Talk started back in 2017. And we just had this time that we were spending separately with Holy Spirit. And we would come back together and talk about what he told us. And, 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 you know, uh, it's just that we are really, really on top of pillows, laying on top of pillows in our bed. Talking right about the word, actual recording this intro like that. So we're just a married couple, man, that really enjoy uh, just discussing the word with one another. We enjoy one another, mm-hmm. and we just like to welcome you in. Um, you know, we thought people would just love to have an end on our conversations, and so look, man, with no more being said, no more delay. Welcome to Pillow Talk. Say less. Come. This is one of those mornings that's a little heavy. Some days, you know, you wake up, you know what I mean? And, and um, it's been a season, I would say, um, for us where um, I guess I could say the Lord is showing us ourselves. It's perfect to say. Yeah, the Lord is showing us ourselves. And be honest with you, we don't like what we're seeing, you know. Um, I'll say this just like it just like you know the Bible or it you know it, the Bible says you know or use the aspect of someone being anointed starting at the head and it trickled down it's just how good and pleasant it is for a brother to dwell together in unity it's like the precious oil pulled upon Aaron Aaron's beard it drips down and pulled upon excuse me Aaron's head it dripped down to his beard even to the skirts of his garment. And so I believe from that scripture and a lot of things we get, the anointing flows from the head down, you know, um, and because whenever you saw a process of anyone being anointed, uh, uh, you know, for work or for a position, for office or for the next level in their life, uh, you know, even the scripture says, you anoint my head with oil, you know what I mean? Psalms 23, my cup runs over. And so that being said, you know, the anointing flows from the head down. But I believe also too, uh, the head also too, I, I believe no organization is greater than its head. You know what I'm saying? That's why we are so thankful that Christ uh, in the body of Christ, that he's the head and we are the members of his body. You know what I mean? Thank God. That should really, really, you know, bring great joy to us. You know what I'm saying? Because my God, if if you wanted to be under the auspice or lead of any person, Christ would be the best person. To, I mean, is the best person we could be led by or be under if we, if you know. But what I was saying, and 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 what I was trying to illustrate was also too. Sometimes you know, you know, Christ is our head, and and as far as the family structure, and the husband is the head of the household, and you know, then. You know the order is his wife and his kids, and so I believe sometimes too, just as the anointing flows from the head down, I believe sometimes uh, other things, the heads of 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 households, if they're not careful, they can let other things that can be that can transfer to the people underneath your um, 
um, underneath your leadership and your care. You know, I don't want to say, you know, because we don't lord over. You know what I mean? But you know, it can flow down just like insecurity. Uh, if that's not checked, it can be a con. You can be a conduit. The insecurity can flow from the head down. Um, and so in any organization, if it's a church, if it's a Fortune 500 company, um, you the, the people that the, the the people that are under the auspice of the leadership of any organization, it is far fetched to believe they can outgrow the head. And so the head, you know, it says heavy is the head that wears the crown um, heads of, you know, this is not where I'm going, but we have an awesome responsibility. And so I just believe some things that I'm being showed about myself and insecurities and stuff like that. Uh, I believe that I've been a conduit and it has flowed. Now, I'm not saying that uh, I was once told that everything, as far as you being the head, everything's your fault. And I do believe that to a certain extent. But I also believe that people also, they can't, you know, they have their own choice and they have as well, they have their own responsibility to establish a relationship with God. And so with that being said, um, you know, it's just one of those mornings, just wanted to start off in transparency. Uh, people that are listening to this, pray for us. He wanted to say something, sorry. I didn't want to go off, you know. You know, pray for us, you know what I mean? Because, you know, um, it's just a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, that has been going on that we have, you know, just been experiencing you know, and, and just really all we counting on God, you know what I'm saying? He's our help. The Bible says he's a very present help in time of trouble. And so with that being said, um, uh, keep us in your prayers, the people that, you know what I mean, that do listen to this podcast and that know the Lord, you know, pray for us, you know, um, as a family and yeah. Amen. Um, Ricardo, as Ricardo was saying, um, you know, we had the opportunity. We had a um, great conversation um, just about knowing the next place that we know we need to be in with the Lord. And um, I think we've come to these places before and we've implemented things and somewhere off the line or, or along the way, we may have just like fell short and not been consistent and, um, you know, I was just talking to him about some stuff about um, just freedom and just really wanting to dig in and. Hmm. Let me hold it for you. Mm -mm, oh. good. Thank you, babe. Really able to dig in and um, and um, Friday morning, Friday morning when you were getting ready for work. Um. It's a beautiful thing when you can have accountability with your spouse. Um, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because <laughs> sometimes your spouse, you know, and I told Ricardo this, it, it's beautiful when we finally come to the realization that we're one team and that we got each other's back. I got your back and you got my back. And so it was one of those. Um, I got you, baby. Mm -hmm. I got you, baby. Oh. My fault. Sorry. Look, look at you. Look, how, look, you, you don't claim me. Look at your little music box, though, bro. I got you, baby. 
And so, um, you know, I'm laying in the bed and it's like, I don't know what time it was, it's like 5.30 in the morning. And Ricardo is, um, some nice sheets you bought. Thank you. Very stylish and very chic pillows and all that. You just kind of getting beside yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. You funny. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so funny. Anyway. Come on, Carter. Okay. Thank you. Um, and so he was sharing some things about, um, he was like, babe, you got to, he said, I know, I know you have this confidence and this sweetness with the Lord, but like, it's, it's similar to what, what you've heard other people say before. Like if you, if you want some serious results, something got to change. And when he's speaking, like the way that I am with Ricardo, sometimes I don't give him an immediate response because I'm go I go through the process I go through the process of processing information. Like I just I love to pick it apart. I don't love to, um, and this is with anything, and I think it just comes from being with him that I love to slow my mind down enough to really ensure that I agree and that I have digested what someone has said. And this comes with the word of God. This comes when somebody preach. This comes with a whole lot of different things. Even when somebody be like, how's your day? I don't want to be real quick to be like, oh, it's good. Because I'm like, I want to stop and be like, really, how was my day? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I say all that to say I know um we have given a lot of um a lot of uh conversation and you know the most important part of this is really us jumping into the word. But um with the Holy Spirit, with Holy Spirit, I don't want to say the Holy Spirit, with Holy Spirit cuz he's a person. Yeah. You know something um too on the conversation that we had the other morning mm-hmm. because like um um, so just to add like you know what I'm saying basically like a little bit more um, context context and, and, and a little bit more detail um, um, speaking in regards to just some things be honest we're gonna be honest you know my wife you know what I'm saying um, everyone that watches oh, I'm sorry not watches mm, this podcast maybe I'm speaking prophetically mm-hmm. everybody that's listening to this podcast knows that you know my wife was diagnosed with um, multiple sclerosis um, and has been in a place where she really, really um, desires her healing. A hundred percent whole, you know, because even though I believe I'm healed in Jesus' name, but yeah. I want to, I want, I want to physically know, like I don't want to feel anything in my body anymore. Right, right, you know, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, the conversation basically that I had with her Friday morning while I was getting ready to go to work was, you know, how. Uh, you know, like like she said, you you know, I know she has this confidence and this sweetness in the Lord, right? But I said, you know, you want something, and you know that um that you know you want to see something great in miracles, and, and, and you know, and 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 you know, and just not even just for miracles' sake, but you you want a place of freedom in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And you have to do something that you don't normally do. You have to go beyond. You can't. And so it's just, you know, you can't just be in this. Because my wife has a confidence where she just comfortably uh, enjoys the Lord. And, 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 and I receive of that. But also, too, it's just like a merge. Right? You know what I'm saying? 
you know, you're confident that your spouse and that you, you have this position with your spouse, right? But the thing about it is through the years, that comfortability can become uh, complacency and stagnation where you just think you, you know, you think, oh man, I'm, I, you know, man, they know what it is. You know what I'm saying? They know my heart, you know? And then the thing about it, you look up and you don't know where you're at with your spouse because you haven't gone the distance anymore. You don't do more than what's required of what you've always done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just the same place like the Lord, you know what I'm saying? And so I was telling her, like my wife, she, she is surrounded by sheets and she, comfortably meditates on the word and i say you know you're asking basically for a level of freedom and it's something that you may have to get out of the comfort of the sheets you're surrounded and i'm speaking for a lot of places a lot of people metaphorically right now what is your place of comfort what is your place of sheets where you know you believe you are have this place in the lord and he knows that you you know he knows your heart and he knows you love him and stuff like that but you know you there's starting to be a hunger for more in your soul Amen. And your soul is recognizing, like, hold on, it's something more. Mm-hmm. And to, to get something more, you have to do something more. Too much is given, much is what? Required. Wow. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. And diligence, I don't believe that is a word of, you know, a lot of times comfort. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, here she go. Here she go, y'all. Hey, uh... Here she go. There we go. It ain't take too long. You know, she started off all humble and... <laughs> Go hey, ahead. Bruh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just... I'm just saying it's the same place with marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you want to spark in your marriage. Who are we married to? We're married to Christ. I know, baby. So we got to get up and get it. We got to go on dates with him. You know what I'm saying? We got to, you know, put on nice things. And we got to do all those first things we did in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? To get them. You know what I'm saying? Not to get them, yeah. but, you know, you feel what I'm saying? That's why he says in the word, return to your first love. You know what I'm saying? What, what you know? What you do when you first you know was courting your wife? What wives? What were you doing when you were first courting your husband? You know what I'm saying? You putting on that lipstick and that makeup, and now you going to bed, man, with a college shirt on with egg stains on it. You know what I'm saying? And it's nighttime, or you got egg stains on your college shirt, and it's nighttime. I had to look down to make sure I ain't had no egg stains on my shirt. I don't. I or, smell what I, I smell good. Don't you I do? Babe? You smell like a baby. I know. I'm all baby powdered up. Yeah. And. Um, yeah. I got on fluffy socks. Yeah, and my and my pajamas matching tonight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today it's the daytime, but it's okay. We cool. Yeah. It's, it's okay. All right. So um, go ahead. I'm, <laughs> so we say all of that to say, what's our time like? For? We you know we have the ability to break these in two parts. So I, it's cool. I know. It's fourteen minutes. We all right. All right. Um. So. It's amazing, you know, Holy Spirit just knows how to move because Ricardo said a key word that I was, um, I was just with the Lord this morning, early this morning, I came back and I laid down until we were able to, you know, ready to get up and speak together about what the Lord was been speaking to us. And it's a song that, um, came in my heart, Nicole and David Binion. Did you see how I posted that hunger? You posted it this morning. Yeah. I probably didn't see it. It's a song, um, Nicole and David Binion, on their album Dwell. 
There's a hunger and a thirst. Mm-hmm. I am desperate. Immerse me. I'm not waiting. Not anymore. And so usually when the Lord speaks to me, he always he gives it he gives me a song that leads me to the word. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that he speaks. And um I started to think about the words to the song about hunger and thirst, hunger and thirst, hunger and thirst. And it just kept on speaking to me over and over. And the the final word was desperation. How desperate are you? Mm. How desperate. And so um, the scripture that I went to is Matthew 5, 6. And it's your be attitudes. You know, we learn to be attitudes when we when we younger. Like, mm-hmm. isn't it ten be attitudes? I believe it's ten. It's ten be attitudes. And I remember it's so funny that I just said ten, and I remember it being um being in Sunday school. I and hope they had, it's ten though, because I really don't know. Ten I think sounds it, like it might be right. I think it is. Maybe because I'm thinking about the Ten Commandments, but I think it is ten because. Why thirteen is raising say, but okay. No, nah, I'm looking at I'm looking at Matthew now. And I think it is 10. And I just remember it being on um, fingers or something. <laughs> like, I remember um, my oh, okay. Sunday school teacher having, like, these gloves with the Beatitudes. Oh, yeah. Your, your Sunday school teacher was anointed to teach because uh, I ain't getting none of that from my Sunday hey, school Hey, but you teacher. got toast with butter. <laughs> and I know I you know what I'm talking yeah, about. That, yeah. Cinnamon toast with butter. Listen, our Sunday school fed the hood, man. We was <laughs> lining up for that that, that cinnamon raisin toast <laughs> with butter or the, the regular. Don't forget the regular white bread yeah. and all the gluten in it and all that. All the even gluten, the gluten ain't even it existed. We know it existed. We know it existed. It wasn't supposed to exist in our body. No. But nah. Um, but the scripture that came was Matthew five six, and. How many was it? I think it is ten. Yeah, man. It's saying eight and some us, but oh, okay, yeah. Nine. 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 Okay. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst. So it was that hunger and thirst that really stood out, right? Because I was like, hunger and thirst, Lord, why would you say hunger and thirst? Mm. Like, those are two senses that we really understand as humans. Mm. And even animals understand hunger and thirst, too. Wow. Like, um, in my study time this morning, I looked up, what's, do you know the longest you can go without drinking water? Um, it was 11 days or something? Three. Three. Oh, wow. Three days is the longest you can go without drinking water. Now, people be like, well, I don't drink water, but I'm talking about any type of liquid. Oh, really? Three days. what happens after three days, you know? Your body starts breaking down. Oh, for real? You go into, like, real crazy dehydration. Mm, And you know how many days for food? Forty. Yeah, I know that person. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, it was amazing that the Lord was saying hunger and thirst. And I started to look up um, just what happens because then, you know, I thought about how it says. And um, what is that in Psalms 42? As the deer panteth 
Like you think about it as a dog panting. That's how it sounds. No, I don't know what a deer sounds like. Y'all could just see. So why you make that sound? Because I was showing you, and your your head was turned the other way, so I had to get your attention. But do you know if that's the sound? That's I was think I was thinking more of a dog, but I don't know if that's the sound. That's I remember Django used to make that sound like as a deer panteth it's like a it's a it's so it a, sounds kind of creepy yeah it's a it's a it's a sound of like severe desperation so i was looking up like why panting why panting happens in animals so it was talking about like panting happens because they are trying to release the heat from their body and um like animals don't sweat like we do through our skin they sweat through their paws and so sometimes when their paws are covered up, they're not able to release all their chemicals of their sweat. So they're panting to release the actual heat that is entrapped in their body. Uh-huh. So, so they release sweat through their paws. They yeah. That's why their paws always, always feel kind of clammy. Exactly. And That's crazy. So they and they are panting when they when when you're hearing them pant, mm-hmm. you know they need water. Yeah. They're in a place of desperation, like. Um, I remember um, we had a dog named J- Django. He was he was disgusting and wonderful at the same time. Yes. He was amazing, right? He's more amazing than disgusting, but he was a healthy amount of disgusting. Yes, because he was an old English bulldog. Yeah. And so one thing that, you know, in the place of training Django, we will always be like, wait, so he can wait to eat his food. And in that process of waiting... He would just be looking so at the. Good, he would just be looking at the bowl like, mm-hmm. like I'm not even. As soon as y'all say go, I'm going after this. Yeah. Like as soon as y'all tell me that it's okay to go, yeah. I'm going after it. Remember and them little trees he used to go. He would crazy go crazy for. I'm talking about he. I mean, because he start uh salivating. Salivating. That's like another thing. Sal- yeah. That's another thing with hunger and thirst. Oh, like wow. it's it it causes like every part of your body to get ready to for what it's going to receive oh wow mm. so that's like it has to be expectation involved it has in to that. be expectation mm. so so not only that only are you posturing yourself you know what i'm saying as far as you know what i mean but you have to have like a strong belief of expectation yes, that you will receive that you're going to receive so you it's not it's more than just hunger yes it's also because you know, faith incurred in it. Incurred in it. And, and it's and it's good. Like that's why they said it's so it's so um dangerous to go shopping um for groceries when you hungry because you end up throwing everything in your in your uh grocery cart. All the gluten. All the gluten, all the sugar, all the hog malt. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like pee I like pee feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what that's ends up terrible. happening. But but that's what but and, and it says, but him that hunger and thirst after righteousness. And so I looked up I looked up righteousness, right? right, right and right. that place of righteousness is you know, um I was in Psalms and it said uh I was in in another part of Psalms and it's no and I, I was in Isaiah mm-hmm. and it, it was talking about how your righteousness is as filthy 
rags. And so I remember we studied that before what filthy rags is. And filthy rags is basically the menstrual cloths of women. Mm. Um, uh, because that's what they would, they will sit on cloths when in the biblical days, that's why they had to be separated out. And when they were on menstrual, you know, when they were menstruating, they would be in a tent and that's what they would do. And it became rags and they would be thrown out. Right. And so your own righteousness and your righteousness is when you really think you're morally good. You know how people be like, as soon as you ask them, do you go to church? Do you know God? Yeah, I'm a good person. That person's a good person. It's a good guy. You're basically saying I'm a menstrual rag. Yes. <laughs> Compared to the righteousness of Jesus I'm a Christ. Menstrual rag person. If you compare it to how precious and holy Jesus is. Amen. Hallelujah. Your righteousness is it's no, it's no way somebody is good enough when you stand in comparison to him. It's good. It's no comparison. It's nothing that you can say, man, I'm good. And it says, but he who, but, um, and they which do hunger and thirst. So anybody who hungers and thirsts after the righteousness of who Jesus Christ is, mm. And his salvation and what he purchased, it says, they shall be filled. That's so good. So good. Wow. They shall. It's not like, it's like in the Bible, there are conditional promises. Mm -hmm. If my people were called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Mm -hmm. That if is a condition. Mm -hmm. It's like a cause and effect. Yeah. And the reason why this particular promise is going to happen is if it's contingent upon it's contingent, right? Mm -hmm. But it says he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness, boom, shall be filled. It's like it's no condition. But about it, it's going to happen. This is what happens. Your hunger is going to produce a feeling. Amen. That's good. And so I think it's so, so what I was thinking and what the Holy Spirit gave me this morning was a sense of desperation and get into that point of total desperation in him and him alone. we covered hunger before on Pillow Talk too. I don't right? know, but maybe. It don't matter. You know what I mean? Hunger is a perpetual place that we need to be at. You know what I'm saying? We hungry every day. So yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we be hungry? Why, why, why should it just ease up? Like in the song of Nicole and David Binion, he talked about, he was like, I started when I was a teenager and 40 years later, I'm still going strong. Hmm. And he said, can you still be hungry after all these years? That's good, man. And it's like, yes, you can. Hmm. And, and it's like, not even days, you can be, you can be more hungry than you were the second before. I know our teenagers, my God. Godly. But yeah, that's what Holy Spirit gave me. Just the the desperation, the desperation, being so desperate for.